997000 bucks. Did anyone buy it? 19. So no, made 19, 19 grand. Okay, so so in his first on. 2 weeks. 2 weeks yeah. from deciding that he wants to flick the switch. Yeah. He goes from nothing to 19000 bucks in his account. Yeah. It's awesome. That sounds good. Yeah, that's part 1. Oh, and what happened then? <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> Salesmarketingprofit.com. Real world case studies, no theory, just real results. You're listening to SMP with James Shramko and Talky Moore. James Shramko here and Talky Moore. And welcome back to Sales Marketing Profit. This is episode number three of what is turning into a reasonably popular business podcast. Dude, I'm ridiculously impressed and grateful that everyone's tuned in. So we just want to say thank you very much for making comments, for listening to the podcast, and we anticipate that we will continue to deliver some useful case studies. Of course, I think the real thing that we are focused on is talking about stuff that actually works, and we know it works because it's worked not just for us, but for our students. Yeah. Now, today's your turn. We flip-flop each week, and we reveal a case study from someone in our community. Yep, either Silver Circle or Black Dog. That's it. And the idea is that we put a spotlight on a particular technique or framework or you know something that someone listening to this could then go and apply and get a similar result. Of course, we do field some questions in our comments, yep. and we welcome applicants in our respective programs. If you like this stuff and you want to get more help on a professional basis, that's what we're here for as well. Yep. All right. So, geez, that was a little bit businessy, wasn't it? It was a bit business. I am sometimes- You are wearing shorts and a t-shirt, dude. Why don't you can just take that tie off for a second and let's just relax. <laughs> uh, I have not worn it. From our respective businesses. The only tie Thank you for that I for this wore. public service announcement. <laughs> we're actually, we're here together recording, so we can't even edit out when we step over each other. That's a technical term. I have been accused of being a little bit, what is it, left brain? A very left brain. Right? So, and I think it's an advantage sometimes. I remember I went to buy something once and the salesman came back to me with his offer and then he asked me, what do I think? And I said, I think you've made a mistake. So I'll just wait here while you go and correct it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> and I can't believe it. He, he came back and he offered me $10,000 more. It was, it was just like... I think you've made a mistake and I think you need to go back and correct it. Dude, I love that. Like so a, one of the things I really love about you and one of the benefits I'm sure of being in coaching with you and certainly from the conversations that we had together is whenever I come to you with a question, I get a non-emotional, just the facts, you know, give me... It's like you're super black and white about stuff and I just love just being able to get a straight no BS answer. Yeah, I think there's a place for it. Anyway, that was my $10,000 one-liner. <laughs> uh, awesome. Feel free to use that in your next purchase. All right, so today, what are you going to share with us, Tony? Yeah, I want to, I want to uh, unpack another, pod, uh, another kind of case study. And the reason I love case studies is because it's, it's what's really working right now. And then we can unpack, you know, here's, here's what worked and let's talk about why. Today, I want to talk about a client of mine called Lawrence, who, when we started to work together, actually wasn't even a coach. He was Cairo, and, right. uh, you know, like a practitioner working one-on-one with people. And you and I were chatting just before we kicked off the recording. And this episode is really about flicking the switch, about going from, you know, flicking from time for dollars to you know, something leverage where you can have a huge impact, much more, you know, much more cash and a whole bunch more free time. Okay. So now I'm just going to interpret that for our listeners. <laughs> Taki, you're the fastest speaker. Dude, I got a comment. I got a compliment today from actually one of Ezra's friends saying, you speak like a New Yorker. I love that. Well, Ezra speaks fast. What Taki's saying is we're talking about flicking from being the practitioner to becoming a coach for the practitioners. Yeah, that's right. 
We're also talking about how to move from a, a business model where you're time for money to a business model where you've got scale. And in other words, you can get paid even if you don't turn up that day. Exactly. You know, you've got to turn up someday. I yeah. don't believe in passive income, like do nothing. I'm, I'm a big believer in leveraged income. You do little get and get paid well. Yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of work to get passive income. That's, that's what Pat Flynn told me. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> but anyway, I, I agree. Um, it's there's two two main economies, and the time for dollars one. That's like a taxi driver, or a masseuse, or a hairdresser. You only get paid when you work, and when you're not working, you don't get paid. And pretty much everything we're talking about is where you get paid, whether you're there or not. And yeah, we and love you've done the work things. once, and now it's about yeah. how do we get paid more. Yeah, I, um, podcast is a great example. You can record once and then it can be downloaded and played for a long time. Exactly. All right, step us through this Lawrence scenario. Yeah, cool. So Lawrence is a really good dude. He was full-time Cairo when we met and he, he'd he had something in him for ages to, you know, I want to start coaching. I want to kind of start to teach me his expertise. And, and frankly, he was kind of a little bit over the, you know, the you know, back cracking or whatever they do. Apologies to any chiropractors <laughs> who listen to this. I am not, nor have I ever played a chiropractor on TV or the internet. So here's his situation. He he comes to me because he wants to coach, but he's I mean he's got some things going for him, but he's got a lot of things missing. So what's going for him? He's got really good personality. He can present, and he's got a successful practice that he can leverage off as as you know his case study or his kind of proof that it works. So this is a really common scenario, isn't right. it? Where you get really good at something, but your income's capped because you physically generally I think it's 180 hours a month people can work. Mm-hmm. You know you might work 300 if you really push it. But you run out of hours at some point. Yeah, exactly right. So Lawrence has got this idea that he wants to become a coach, which is in my sweet spot. But then he he also knows he doesn't want to become he doesn't want to trade time for money chiropractic for time for money coaching. And so he he's going to skip that middle step and go straight to leveraged. Yeah, perfect. Which what you're talking about is there is a one to one model of coaching. Yep. And then there's a one to many. Exactly. And both of us like to focus more on the one to many side of things. Yeah, because that's where the party's at, right? <laughs> this is where the party's at. All right, so let's talk about how he did it. Let me give you a little bit of his situation. We'll, we'll, kind of, we'll just go through it chronologically, I guess. So when Lawrence starts, he's got a small database, 164 people on his list. Right, so I think people can relate to this. Yeah. You don't need a lot of people no. to have a successful business. You totally don't. And he's got some Facebook friends, and he's got a couple of other people who are also kind of health practitioners who agreed to you know spread the word on social media about his thing. But he hasn't, he hasn't got like some... Yeah, ten thousand person list and a big affiliate thing and none of that. It's just like one dude and he puts out some posts and a couple of emails. I think the average person, like normal people, not internet marketers, have one hundred and fifty friends. So he's got fourteen more friends than he's average. an overachiever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lawrence, shout, out to Lawrence. shout out to LT. Well done, brother. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and this is actually kind of fun doing it face to face. It is. It is. Like, we just... like do actual high fives. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll bust, bust out a high five in a bit. Anyway, so Lawrence has got 164 people on his list, and he. Um, I taught. So basically, I taught him a couple of things, and the very first thing we had to focus on was how are we going to get people's attention, and then how are we going to sell this program. And so we decided that webinar was going to be easy. Da, 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 da. Exactly. Shock horror. Exactly. <laughs> webinar. Holy crap. Taki talks about webinars again. What I like, Taki, is you've been doing webinars since when? I don't know, 2009 or something? Right. Ages. But I don't know if you've heard, but it's like it is the biggest thing right now. Have you heard? Yeah. There's webinar experts popping out of the woodwork. Seriously. Yeah. But I, I like that you've had some time to refine the model and get it right. And, and you're the person who is the webinar expert, the real webinar expert. 
So did, the I'm undisputed curious, people's champ. Did it work? Yeah, funnily enough, it actually did. So let's talk about the campaign. And uh, I want to give you a little framework. Every time we do this, you, know, you and I, every time we chat, we talk about framework. So there's a simple framework for promoting a webinar. And it's really four steps. And one of the mistakes that people make when it comes to kind of promoting an event or a webinar is they think about it like a one-shot deal. And really, it's not a one-shot deal. It's like a four-step process. Well, hang on a sec. Mm. Can I ask a, a special favor? Yeah. Could we skip through what happened? Yeah. And then come back to this? Yeah. This is called a callback. I've never heard of a callback. It's a com- it's a comedy thing. I've learned this from my um my friend Joel. Kicking back. Yeah. So it's where you mention something you're going to come back to because oh, this is like the cliffhanger. No, but the reason <clears throat> no, it is like an open loop or a cliffhanger, and it is a marketing lesson in itself. But what we want to do, I think, is really let's increase the reason why you want to pay attention to this to framework point. because the result speaks for itself. All right, dude, you're a genius. Let's do the numbers. Yeah, let's do the numbers. So. 164 people on this list. Yep. Promotes the webinar. 76 people register. Yep. Which is good. Off a list like that, it's great. 62 people show, which is ridiculous. Wow, that's extremely high. It's extremely high. And maybe that's a bit of beginner's luck. No, I think we're probably going to find out in one of those. We may. We may indeed. (laughs) So 164, 76, 62. Yep. At the end of the webinar, he promotes a six-week course, which doesn't exist yet, but will if people buy it. Perfect. So lesson there, minimum viable product. Yep. Get paid in advance. Correct. And if you sell it, you deliver it. Right. A lot of coaches have this, I'm just going to be so great at my stuff, and if I build it, they will come, and it's bollocks. Forget that. Sell it and then build it. Exactly. If they come, then you'll build it. Same as a workshop, same as... um, Exactly. This is what I'd call a classic masterclass. Exactly. Right. So he's he sells a six-week online course. How much? Nine ninety-seven thousand bucks. Did anyone buy it? Nineteen. So made nineteen grand. Okay. So So in his first two weeks. Two weeks from deciding that he wants to flick the switch. Yep. He goes from nothing to 19000 bucks in his account. Yeah, it's awesome. That sounds good. Yeah, that's part one. Oh, and what happened then? <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> Check out these steak knives. So as a bonus. Oh, that's the last expression I would expect from the Taki <laughs> marketing. Dude, did you see Ezra called me the Tarkster on that video that he put out on Facebook the other day? I'm like, dude, I haven't been called the Tarkster he since. He calls me strange things. He's Tremels. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Six-week course was really, really cool, but he knew that Really, to get the kind of money that he wanted to make, frankly, and the kind of freedom he wanted, and also to be able to make the kind of impact he wanted. And just on that, the yeah. impact he wanted means I, I, he wanted to make a big difference in the world. He felt that he could help people more by offering a further solution. Exactly, hundred percent correct. That's the marketing lesson there. Yeah, okay. exactly. So he wants to put together a twelve-month program. You'd call it a mastermind, in your words, I believe. Yeah. Well, if you're bringing people together in a group thing, that's been a handy label for what I do yep. because. I like this idea where there's a little bit of peer-to-peer totally interrelationship, true. and quite often, and especially in your case, gosh, you've got all this. You've got a gaggle. What do you call a lot of coaches? A gaggle. I call it a tribe. A pod. A tribe. Definitely not a gaggle. That sounds weird. <laughs> well, you've got a, a bunch. Yep. You've got a lot of these coaches, so there's a good chance that when someone learns best practice and they transfer it to the other, it has this knock-on effect. Totally does. So I like mastermind, but you could call it whatever you want. Yeah. So we're going to club, call? group, community. Let's call it a mastermind. Yeah. Training, whatever. Right. So back to our callback. Yep. Well, hang on. So he ran the, he ran the live event. Yeah. So basically, as part of this six week course, they got bonus ticket for a two day event. Right. Okay. So he's and got nineteen. People he's got nineteen people in his two day event. He sells a few extra tickets. So because well, he, he has one hundred and sixty four friends. Yeah, he's got one hundred and sixty four <laughs> friends, and not all of them had bought yet. <laughs> right. Because right? they felt oh they'd missed out. Exactly. So they things. so they come to his two day gig. And uh, the 27 people, 27 people in the room, uh, makes an offer for I think it was six grand. It's it's 10 or more now, but it was six. Because he's at the time. probably feeling a little underconfident. 100. In fact, like, he rang me 
the morning of his offer saying, so what should I sell at what price point and right. how do I do it? So, so he's rang you from the event. Yeah, literally and three said, hours before his offer. What should I sell? <laughs> he's brilliant. Good he's brilliant. one. Yeah. So this you is, don't is, have to really do too much groundwork for some of these things. Well, I reckon groundwork's good, but you can, oh, you can get too. away with it. So you can and wing this, it if you're extraordinarily lucky and your best friend's tucky. If your best friend's tucky more, you're going to smash it every time. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so long story short, 27 people in this room sells 18 of them a uh, six grand deal, you know, 108, 110 grand. Whoa. And it's now, uh, what, sort of 10 weeks into his coaching business. Right. And I imagine for a lot of experts, that's looking a lot like more than a year's income. Yeah, for lots of people, it totally is. And and it's not it's not like you have to turn up for forty hours a week to fulfil on that. You probably have some structural three, framework. yeah, kind of. Typical and framework. I imagine we're going to dig into these episodes later. I think we should flag how to run a live event. Yep, for future totally. How to pitch at a live event. Yes. How to run a masterclass. Yep. And now, why don't we dig into this webinar thing and see what Lawrence did in just two weeks to go from naught to nineteen thousand dollars. Let's do it. Yeah, cool. So there's two kind of two frameworks at work here. There's the how to fill the webinar bit and there's the webinar bit. We'll do the how to fill it and we'll go from there. Okay. Thanks, man. This is fun. It's actually uh, interesting seeing you kind of uh, nod, think, smile, wink. It's I, awesome. I like, I'm, I'm fascinated by transferring ideas to people who are going to do something with it and come back and tell us about it. I get a big buzz from that. Totally. I totally agree. The numbers, like we said, was 164, 76, 62, 19. And so that should give you an idea that there's kind of, I gave you four numbers. The four numbers relate to the four campaigns that you run to promote a webinar. And so if you kind of bust it down, we've got four jobs to do. We've got sign up, show up, pay up, and follow up. Okay. Conveniently all ending up, right? Yeah, I I can see that. (laughs) Just just pointing that out. Uh, So so sign up, show up. Is this the four-up framework? This this could could totally be the four-up framework. I've never called it that, but sure. And so really, if if you break... Promoting a webinar down into its component parts. We've got sign up, which is the campaigns, the emails that we send to get people to actually register for your event. Yeah. Once they register, then I mean, just because somebody says, "Hey, I'm interested," doesn't mean they're actually going to show. And quite often, it, like it's more than half wouldn't normally, right? Correct. Yeah. If you used, you know, just go to webinars default emails, you're going to get, you know, assuming these people twenty to forty percent. You probably twenty, twenty five, maybe thirty percent. Yeah. Right. Just using go to webinar stuff. So if we do this smart, we can get forty, fifty. You know, sixty. You know, maybe oh. maybe sixty percent. I like the smart way, Taki. What's that? <laughs> we'll get into it in a sec. <laughs> so we've got: how do we get people to sign up? How do we get people to show up on the webinar itself? Your job is to get them to pay up, you know, and say yes to your stuff. And then at the end of the webinar, you got some follow up, some kind of cleanup stuff to do. Which is, people, some people have bought, so we need to look after them. Some people didn't show up. We need to kind of get them into back into the process. We got some people who watched the webinar and didn't buy, etc. Yep. Cool. And hang on, uh, you used to do this manually. Yes. And now you do it technologically. Correct. It used to cost, well, it used to take hours. And I'm guessing that Lawrence wouldn't mind spending a few hours for 19 grand anyway, right? No, he totally wouldn't. But he. These days there are tech solutions. Yeah, correct. Want to name drop any? Yeah, sure. So, going to give two. So, obviously, you're going to need GoToWebinar to run your webinar if you want to do a a live good job. And I get asked this all the time, you know, what cheap providers can I use other than Goto? Like, forget it. Dude, just do it properly. And if you're worried about this and it's your first time, just sign up for a 30-day free trial. Do it and then pay it out of profit. Pay it out of profit. Exactly right. Yeah, which is the P part of SMP, sales marketing profit. Look at you. Yeah, like this is a self-funded business model. Correct. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Total total investment zero. He had to pay his GoToWebinar account after he just made 19 grand and he had plenty to spare. Gotcha. Yeah, in terms of tools, go to webinar for sure. In terms of the the email and promotion, the automation side of things, uh, Entreport. 
maybe an Infusionsoft, some kind of automation tool? Do you suggest some some step above your Aweber get response or? Yeah, I'd prefer to do something a little smarter. Um, Aweber and get response, all those tools are really good for broadcast or for straight auto responders, but you want something that does if then. Yeah, you want sequences and rules and automation. Yeah. So you want, if somebody, like, here's the list, we're going to put them in, let's promote. If they sign up, let's take them off the sign-up promotion and start them into the show-up campaign. If they actually show up, let's automatically put them in the, you know, the three or four different follow-up campaigns. We want to do that automatically instead of having to do it all manually. And now you can track how much of a video or webinar they attend. With Wistia and Fused. Yep. Yep. So Fused app and Wistia for video replays. Yep. This is both of us have the same tools. Yeah, we use the identical so tools. So there's yeah. a big there's a big shout out to those resources. Yep. All right. So then what? So let's talk about a few ways to do sign up, show up, pay up, follow up well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sign up. Lawrence had a tiny list and so he did use the email strategies, but he also just had some really, you know, simple, clever, you know, Facebook posts, not even ads at the time, just Facebook promote uh, posts to people he knew. Um and quite a lot of people. I'm sure he probably had more than 164 Facebook friends, but real friends, uh, email friends, 164. So a typical email sign-up campaign has four emails that we send. Mm -hmm. They are a problem email, a promise email, a proof email, and a reminder. Hang on, where's the P on that last one? Reminder? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So all we're going to do is basically we're going to market this. We could call it a poke. We could totally call it a poke. (laughs) Or a prompt. A prompt. Yeah. I like the poke better. I'll just read it. Yeah. I think someone else probably trademarked that one. With the Facebook. All right, trade. so you step us through. Yeah, great. So really simple. We've got to have different ways of saying the same thing because if you just send an email saying, hey, I'm doing that webinar again, did you get the last email? Oh, you did? Great. Well, it's still on. It's going to yeah, get pretty boring pretty you quick. You could say you're down visiting your family at a birthday party or something. and you. This is sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have different ways of talking about this webinar you know, the same content differently. So I reckon we're going to do an away from email, like t- talking about the problems that people have. Well, let's, let's just the, let's use an example here. Like, you know, Lawrence was a Cairo. Yep. So give us an example of what a chiropractor might talk to. Yeah. So, so basically, he, well, he's, he's actually promoting to other chiropractors. Yep. And so one of the problems that they have is that they're working really hard and they're not seeing enough patients each week. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So he's going to do an email all about uh, his time or a client or a prospect or someone who's working really, really hard, been doing this for years. You know, hands tired, arms tired, bodies tired, you know, working hard and just not making the kind of money they could. That's and they the go news. home and they look their spouse in the eye and they And, and she they, says, honey, isn't it time that we've made some real money? And you feel like <laughs> a worthless man and you I, need to, you know you need to change. Yeah, you could. You probably don't need to go quite as no, heavy no, as that. I, I was just illustrating. For, yeah, I appreciate that. It was yeah. for comic relief. Okay, so what else? So that's the problem email. So yep. basically it's here's the problem that you've got and if you come to this webinar, I'll show you how to fix it. So it's your classic old agitator. Problem, ag- yeah, yeah. Aggra- ag- aggravate solve. Uh, the second email is going to be your promise email, which is the reverse. It's like things could be amazing. Right. What if this happened and this happened and this happened? You could have much more money and da 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 So yeah, let me show you It's like how. we're creating a gap. Exactly. Between terrible and awesome. possible. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. And so all we're really doing is we're just poking at different hot buttons. Some people are away from motivated. Some are towards motivated. We're going to give them options. Yep. And the third email is a proof email, which is usually a case study of a client who's been successful. What how- do you do like Lawrence? Uh, well, he was lucky. First time. Great. So there's two ways you could do it. In his case, he was his own case. Well, I think you're not saying just bullshit. Hey, no, you don't. No, I, I knew you weren't. Yeah, we're totally not going to yeah. say and, lie. And okay? we, just we, be really clear. We, Do not lie. You if, never have to lie in marketing ever. Yeah, and there is a special place in marketing hell for people who do and yeah. don't be one of them. So if you don't have case studies yet because you haven't got clients yet because you're just getting started, either, number one, use your own stories case study. Yeah. Like, look how successful my business is. Here's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Or you can do case study loser of... Oh, you could do a case study winner of somebody who's done really well. Yep. Or you can do a case study loser of, you know, I was talking to a chiropractor the other day 
And he's been doing this for years. He just still hasn't broken through. It just breaks my heart to see so many people struggle. I've seen a lot of people also use third-party, like, arm's-length case studies. Like, yeah. they'll say, oh... Look at Richard Branson. Yeah, or Henry Ford. You know, he was a lowly blah, 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 and he ended up running the, you know, having 50% market share or whatever. You can be creative on your first time around, but hopefully, if you're doing this right, you'll generate your own case studies in no time. Just like we are here with this podcast, right? Yeah. So we got... Like, pro- well, we just worked out we could go for quite a, a number of years. Just on, off- just on Lawrence. <laughs> well, if we get a few of his friends enlisted. No, seriously, though, we, we have enough students of our own to run case studies perpetually. Totally we do. So what happens next? All right, so we, we're talking about how to promote, right? So the sign-up campaign. It's a problem, a promise, a proof email, and then a poke. <laughs> Trademark James Franco, 2014. <laughs> Slash Zuckerberg, Facebook. Exactly. So they were just as a reminder. Hey, just wanted to remind you, and then just copy the, your favorite email and boom. If you do those things right, coupled with a good landing page using lead pages, another tool that we love, you know, just on the reminder thing, it's like you go to Amazon and visit some sneakers, for example, like, I don't know, Air Jordan Retro 3s or 4s. 4s. US size 13. Yeah. Then if you don't buy for whatever reason, say you thought someone was going to send you a pair, you will get followed up in the email with it. And sometimes it could you could just get you at that right moment that you weren't in when you're on the site and you just, and you just you like it's the end of the, you just bang, it's, and then they're on their way. And that, you size 13. Coincidentally, I am US in Nike. Yeah, I'm a size 12, I'm so I'll go black. No, no, I'm 12 balls. with pretty much everything else, but with Nike, they're often a lot smaller. They are, I agree. So you just got to watch that. Okay. So we talked about sign up campaign. The show up campaign's cool. It's just how do we get people to actually arrive? Yeah, so you got that, that, the little bump, then now they're going to turn up. Yeah, exactly. How do we get them to show up? Well, there's a few things we do. Number one, we want to black out your communication, which means we're not going to promote other stuff while you've got a webinar on. Let's mm-hmm. just talk about one thing. And you can do that with the intelligent systems. Yes. But you can't with the basic ones as easily. Correct. Because they're list-based and our systems are user email-based. Behavior-based. Record-based. Yep, exactly So, right. like, they have one record and then they're tagged and categorized and segmented, whereas the old systems are using different lists and it's really hard to, to suppress other lists. So uh, you, that's a one reason you should change straight away. Yeah, into a kind of a, a smarter tool. So we're going to do, number one, we're going to black out. Number two, we're going to count down. So as you... The other the reason to have nothing a, like a deadline is there exactly. We're going to uh, have a series of emails which walks up to the you know the actual moment when the webinar itself starts, and it's going to go you know five days before, three days before. There's an email two days before, a day before. I'll have a three hours before and a one hour before. One one of yours is creative, <clears throat> isn't it? It's like I've just ducked down to grab a yeah, juice totally. or something, You've and I'll, I'll see you in. No, you told me about it. Okay, yeah. So I've got, I've got a webinar in my mind. Yeah, I've got a webinar that's on at eight a.m. and uh, the three hour before reminder is completely implausible because I'm never awake at five. <laughs> and so the 5 a.m. email three hours before says- Did you just say my system decided yeah. to send you an email? I just said, so uh, you know, our webinar starts in three hours, 5 a.m. here in Sydney. Uh, I'm fast asleep. Don't worry, I've got an alarm set. It'll be fine. But it's, that is like- It's self, personal. It's like a self-sourcing pudding, though. It's proving that your automation- Totally it is. Is something that someone else might be interested in. Yeah, exactly right. And then- It's quite appealing for someone to think that they make money while they sleep or they're-, they're I never thought about it like that. I just didn't want to wake up early. You're demonstrating email. your solution. <clears throat> exactly. And then- at the 7 o'clock email, which is an hour before, says, hey, uh, Taki, you're just letting you know it worked. My alarm woke me up on time. I'm feeling fresh. The you know, webinar starts at this time. Here's the link. I'm going to shoot off right now to nourish my favorite little uh, cafe in Avalon and get my smoothie. That means you're in for a great training. I do my, all my best training with an acai smoothie by my side. As soon as I come back, I'll kick on the oh, webinar. And I'm good to go. almond milk with vanilla oh. protein powder and almonds and honey shake. Thank you, James. Yeah. James, I got here, I hadn't had lunch, and James didn't want me to run a podcast on an empty we stomach. We don't podcast on an empty stomach. Really. We don't do many things on an empty stomach. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so he made me a smoothie. Thank you, James. It was awesome. 
So let me just give you kind of three things you can do to increase your show up. Mm-hmm. So number one, count down email sequence. Number two, grab an S- you know, grab a phone number and send people a text message 15 minutes okay, before. Okay, how do you do that? On either the landing page or the thank you page, Capture. Uh, on the first step or the second step? You can do either. Okay. Uh, uh, if you're using a um, – depends on the on the systems and tools you use. I, we often do it on the on the thank you page, like the second page. Um, some people do it on the first page. It really depends on what uh, system you're using for lead capture. Okay. In the S- Sending the SMS? Yeah. So sending the SF- SMS can either be done with Entreport. Yep. Um, Is that US only? No, I believe it's here as well. Right. In the US, there's a great service run by Chris Brisson called Call Loop. Okay. That lots of my US clients use, but it doesn't send to Australia, so we don't typically okay. use that. Yeah. So we we um, tested that, and it gave us we went from forty five percent show up to fifty six percent show up just by adding a text, which is right. super cool. Wow, that's a big bump. Yeah, it's a big bump just with a simple SMS, which says, "Hey, James." Well, SMS, when you think about it, it's pretty much got a hundred percent open rate. Yeah, and it's something like ninety eight percent in the first fifteen minutes, or something yeah, ridiculous like, like lumpy that. Lumpy mail and SMS, like the they're the hidden jewels in this. Online marketing yeah, revolution. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then anytime we talk about offline, like actual postcards and stuff, it's called fusion marketing because it's all trending. Well, I went to the post office today and I posted off a, a T-shirt and a workbook to a customer, Lumpy Mail. And I think we talked about this last time. It's just killer awesome. It's totally killer Imagine awesome. like when you pull that big package out of the post, there's some gift for you in your size. Yeah, something that's not a bill in the mail. Oh, yeah, it's like cool. Okay. Cool. So we've got uh, email sequence. We've got SMS. We've the got other countdown. We've got, got a blackout. Exactly. It's all happening. It's all happening. Tech. The tech overload now. What What do we do there? What if, what if we're listening? It's like our eyes are glazing over. Oh, I'm not technical, Taki. I'm not technical. Perfect. If you're not technical and this is your very first time, here's all you're going to do. You don't have to have everything set up in advance. You just write the emails and send them live. So you just got to know, hey, Five yeah. days before, I'm going to send this. Three days before, I need something. So just write it, send it, and then save a copy, and then that can be your automated system for next time. Beautiful. Yeah, super easy. Uh, the payout campaign could be a whole session in itself. I'm not sure how you want to cover that, but that's like, what do we do in the webinar? I'm happy to go through it quick or come back to it, whatever you think. I think that is uh, what... It's you, pretty important because it's what helped well, me make the 90 grand, so... This is what you published on your website. Yep. And I published on my website. Yes, is, in detail. Is a detailed segment of you doing this. Yeah, so if you just Google... Taki Moore webinar, James yeah. Shramko, you're going to get to one of our websites. Yeah, well, you, your website is coachmarketingmachine.com. Yep. And I've also got it on superfastbusiness.com. Yep. And it's been getting rave reviews. So if you want to just. I'll do the, I'll do the, the, quick, the quick version. The and then quick remember, version is. Quick version is really simple. There's really six things you're going to do on your webinar. Yep. Uh, you need an opening. I love it when you speak so fast. You love it? Yeah, it's good. This is going to be great for the transcriber. (laughs) Sorry, transcriber. Good for our New Yorkers. Number one, you need an opening, which is what do we do in the first three to five minutes to make sure that people are hooked and really want to stay? Number two, we've got the stick, which is how do we get them to stay to the very end after you've made your offer? Yep. Uh, If they leave early, it doesn't really help anybody. Um, So we've got the opening, we've got the stick. Number three, we've got the stretch, which is how do we teach content, uh, you know, teach your stuff in a way that doesn't leave people full, but it makes them, you know, satisfied but wanting more. Yeah, so the like big mistakes are over teaching. Yeah, teaching too much. Yeah, or um, like oh, just pitching the whole thing's just thin air. Yeah, exactly. You need you want high value and high conversion. And if we do just you know just sell, just pitch, like so many of our internet marketing gets tired. Oh, dude, it gets tired real quick. So we want to do amazing content that sets up the need for the sale. We really want to teach people what to want. So that's the third piece, and and it's probably thirty five. Let's say the the webinar's an hour. By the time you get to the content piece, you're about ten minutes in. You've got from 10 past till 
quarter two for content. So you can teach three pieces of content in that chunk. And we'll come back to it and we can happy to do it a whole session on webinars if we want to. I think it's going to come up in, in your, most of my case, in your studies. case studies often because because webinars is just a huge piece of what we yeah, do. Yeah, well, like, you know, we should talk about at some stage what it is that you do and what it is that I do. But in your case, you specifically focus on coaches yep. and specifically teach them one webinars yep. and one-to-many. And that's why it's going to come up a fair bit. And I think that's great. So we can flesh that out in a future episode. Totally. So the kind of six steps are the opening, the, stre- uh, the stick, the stretch, which is the content, the transition, which is moving from you know the content to the close in a way that's seamless and nice. So you basically, you want to say something like, you know, right at the start of the session today, uh, I promise to give you everything I could in the time we've got, and then show you where to get you know where to go to get more help if you want it. Let me show you where to get some help right now. Yep. And that's just a nice transition, so you don't you know be really cool when you teach and then get all clunky and weird when you sell. Then we've got the offer itself, number five, which is where you you know you make your offer, tell people what to do, and then last up is the party. Uh, which is a really uh, interesting piece that most people don't do, which is what you do after you've made your offer, where you welcome the people who've just bought and say congratulations. You tell them what's going to happen next for them so they're uh, you know excited and engaged and uh, out of post-purchase dissonance or buyer's remorse. Well, that was a big <clears throat> word. Hang on. Did you like that? Post-purchase dissonance. Yeah, buyer's remorse. <laughs> yeah. So what happens like if you've just bought my stuff and you're going, oh, crap, did I just make the right decision? And I go, hey, uh, welcome, James. Really glad you're here. I've done number one. Welcome you by name. Number two, I say, let me show you what's going to happen next. And I walk you through, you know, maybe the membership side or the session that's about to happen or whatever. And you, so you go, oh, this is going to be great. So you feel good. And everybody who hasn't bought just, you know, starts to feel a little bit jealous, which is- There's the us and them. There's the us and them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I, I want to be part of the them, you know, the us. And we know jealousy is a big deal because you see that on Facebook. If you if you post a picture of a tropical island or something, Usually, you just get jealous, 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 jealous. I hate you, jealous. <laughs> you know, like so, people are going through that emotional. They're putting themselves in the shoes of totally. the people who have got it, and now they want it. Yeah, they feel like they've been they're at the train station, and the train's about to leave. Like it started to move away, and they can jump on now because it's about to go. Gotcha. And the third thing we do in this party piece is we take what I call strategic Q and A, and we're just going to answer people's questions. You know, open up for Q and A and answer questions. But we're going to do it with the mindset that no matter what they ask, really what they're saying is, you know, here's my situation. Is this right for me or not? That's no means not. Basically, no just means not yet. That they're asking the question because you haven't been able to solve it for them so far. Correct. So you take every question and rephrase it as a sales close. Yeah, as a as an objection to overcome or as a, a you know an inquiry. So like, and sometimes a good technique is to restate it as a question. They say. What if I can't afford this now? You can rephrase that as, so I, what you're asking, is there a way that you can play, pay this on payment plan? You know, right. that sort you, of You can stuff. tell you've had years Little in the car around. game. I love this. Right. It's genius. Yeah, and yeah. That, but you're answering it for everyone that didn't ask the question but thinking it. You totally are. So they're the six steps, you know, the six-step framework for selling on a webinar. We'll go into it in detail another time. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Totally. I reckon <laughs> we probably will. So um, that's a callback. Is that right? Yeah, but it's actually totally legit because I know this is a recurring theme. Yeah, exactly. So here's what happened. We've got sign up, we've got show up, we've got pay up, which we've just talked a little bit about, and then we've got follow up afterwards. Now, to be really honest, Lawrence didn't do any follow up. Yeah. Well, he probably was- Oh, he did basically. He was kind of mostly mostly just kind of wetting his pants that he just made 90 grand. That's what I mean. I was going to say shitting his pants, but it would have been a bit of a shock. I got a text saying- I'm a coach, exclamation mark, just realized, really excited. It's super cool. Yeah, that's good. Well done, Lawrence. Yeah, well done, dude. And, um, you know, you're 166 friends, including James 164. and I. 164. No, oh, no. Oh, yeah, I, and that's true. Yeah, 166 Consider friends. Consider me a friend. Yeah, totally. We're really proud of you, dude. So that's kind of the, that's the basics of the case study. 
And he did more stuff, you know, with the event and stuff like that. We might get into that another time. But I really think that if we just focus on sign up, show up, pay up, and follow up, we're doing really, really well in terms of filling any event, whether it's a, a webinar or a workshop. Okay. So if we're going to say lessons learned, we take a helicopter view of this episode. Yeah. It's all about flicking the switch. Yeah. It's going from that moment where you are the practitioner, you are the worker, you're trading time for, for dollars, and you want more than that, but you weren't sure how you can take inspiration from Lawrence's situation, you can replicate the same process that he went through, hopefully get a similar or even better result now that, that you've got a lot more details probably than he had to work with at the time. Yeah. And you can plan this approach and then build it up. And you know that if you can get to stage one, there's several stages after that. And I'm sure in future episodes we're going to flesh out a lot of these because, uh, funnily enough, we have very similar elements on how we're, our processes. how we're helping people leverage things. Yeah, we totally are. So they're the main lessons learned. I reckon another big lesson is is to start. Like it's it's not it wasn't called looking at the switch. No. You got to flick it, right? Or thinking about the switch. Thinking about the switch. You got to flick it. You got to flick the switch. And so what did Lawrence do? Well, it started with promote the webinar. He didn't even have the webinar written. It was like let's just write the emails and if people want it, then like, okay, I'm going to go build a webinar. Did you ever have a job? Yeah. What was your flick of the switch? Oh, I, I had a bunch. The the flick of the switch that really kind of shifted me into what I'm doing now was I was actually consulting one-on-one with coaches and and other people as well. And I had a, a meeting at the New Orleans Cafe with this prospect who there's this quote by Cabot Roberts, who was president of the National Speakers Association, and he said, uh, most people are walking around umbilical cord in hand. Desperately oh, is looking that for- where the quote came from? Yeah. Because I've used that. From my, my mentor taught me. Right. So, yeah, most people are walking around umbilical cord in hand, desperately looking for a new person to plug it into. So I, I met with this prospect, and he was that, that guy. Oh. He was like you know, a baby bird who just wanted me to feed him. He was like immature and blamey, and, and he just like had all over him was, you know, if I work with you for 12 months, it's going to be the worst 12 months of your life ever, Taki. Did you get angry? Uh, no, I um, something in me snapped though because I'd been kind of been thinking about one to many. I'd been looking at the switch is probably what had been happening. Yeah, and so he said, "Well, how can you help?" And I said, "Well, my current consulting is full right now," uh, which was true. I mean, I could have squeezed him in, but I didn't really want to. But I've I've been working on this new project called blah blah blah. It's going to be this price, and it starts in six weeks because I figured that'd give me enough time to get other people to work with, so I wasn't just minimum viable product. Right, six yeah six weeks time. Because it's group, it won't be the same cost as working with you privately. What do you think? He said, yep, gave me his credit card details, and I said, I'll give you a call in six weeks when we're good to go. And then I scrambled and got some more dudes. Nice. And dudettes? Dudettes as well. You have both? Dudes is unisex in my world. My brother, Jolly, and yeah, taught me that dudes was unisex. I've always believed that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. I'll just start. A lot of uh, marketers use the word guys. Hey, guys, and stuff. Yeah. I've always been dude or rock star. Rock stars. In fact, when... um, when Ash, my first VA, started working with me in the Philippines, her very first Skype call, it was like I'd never worked with, I'd never had an employee, let alone a virtual one. And so she comes on Skype for her first day of work and says, good morning, sir. And I said, okay, please, 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 don't don't ever call me sir. She goes, okay, my lord. I was like, I was like what? Yeah. Who am I, King Arthur? Let's stick to dude, rockstar, otaki. If you can do those three words, we're going to be fine. Oh, I just started calling them sir and boss and Dude. stuff and it, but now i'm sometimes sir boss james the, the, the <laughs> philippines is a special place it totally is okay so i think uh, generally we talk about news yeah uh let's see you've got events coming up yeah you uh, do you do california and sydney yes exactly right a couple of times a year it's a two-day event called the million dollar coach intensive and it's oh you're speaking soft sorry two-day event called the million dollar coach intensive is that better yeah 
Um, be proud, man. These I'm super proud. Events. I was just uh, a little bit far away from the microphone. <laughs> it's actually the thing I'm most proud of in the world. Like, I've, This thing is just an amazing event. It's a two-day super intense workshop. The price point is super low. It's currently, you know, at the time of this, 197 it goes up in uh, about a week to 497 Well, there's someone probably listening to this at some point way in the future. But right. <clears> where <throat> do you post these event details? So you can go to milliondollarcoachintensive.com. Or you can just check it out. It's on the side of coachmarketingmachine.com. Thanks for the plug opportunity. Appreciate it. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's our show, so why yeah. not? <laughs> That's <laughs> like true. We're, we're self-sponsored here. In other news, there's not really much happening from, from- Surf out there? What do you think? Epic. Look at it. It's peeling to the right, and I'm sure we'll be out there very soon. I don't have any special events or anything happening. <laughs> Dude, we're, at, we're about to go to America? Oh, yes. I am too, yeah. Yep. So so we go, to the, we go over to Santa Monica. Yep. That's where my event is, actually. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, my event's booked for March next year. Super it's cool. Super fast in. business. You're going to come and you're going to present there. I'd love to speak. We to could you. probably podcast there. Yeah, that'd be fun. We could do a sales marketing profit episode live. Live. So that's all I got. I'm, I'm like long, <laughs> dude. Yeah. So any time between here and March, you got some lead in time. You should totally get your budget. <laughs> you can nail it. Right. That's awesome, dude. All right. Um, in terms of comments from listeners, we've had some fantastic comments on our iTunes and in the different markets. Yep. It shows different comments in Australia, UK, Canada, USA. We're super privileged to have been ranking number one in that marketing section quite often. Yep. Uh, we're not going to read out the comments today, but what we have done, we've installed some gadgetry on yeah, our website. Yeah, tell us about this. You just showed me this before. It's yeah, really on cool. salesmarketingprofit.com, if you have a look on the right-hand sidebar widget, you can now click on a button and leave us a voicemail. And what we'd love to hear, especially, is what have you implemented from any of the episodes you've listened to and what result did you get? We want to be inspired by what you're doing and we want to showcase that this works not just for us, not just for our students, but for a listener of a free podcast. That would be, that gives me little tingles actually. Yeah, totally. So I think we can have a good impact from that. So that's our request. If you did like this episode, please be sure to share it with your friends. If you have more friends than Lawrence, awesome. If not, 164 is fine. It's fine. 164, we'll take that. And uh, share it. If you get an email about this episode, if you subscribe to the website, feel free to forward it to yeah. anyone you know. Super grateful for yeah. helping spread the word. And let's just wrap up with a little action step from yeah. today's episode. Someone's sitting there. They're a expert, they're, they're probably thinking, hmm, I might coach the type of person who's doing the job that I'm currently doing. I'm inspired by Lawrence and this framework. I think I've got enough information to give it a crack. What are the steps? Yeah, I think there's, there's two steps. Yep. Number one, stop looking at the switch. Number two, flick it. Flick the switch. That's it. That's <clears throat> short and sweet. Yeah. So seriously, what it, like if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you've been kind of percolating on this for a while. It's been bubbling up inside you. And, and just like I had when I met the dude at the New Orleans Cafe, it was kind of it's in the back of your head already. So you know you know the kind of the general direction you're heading in. I reckon the decision is just to stop staring at the switch and actually give it a flick. Send an email, get something happening. That's it. That's episode three, Sales Marketing Profit Podcast with James Schramko and the Tarkster Tarky Boy. <laughs> and and uh, you've been listening to Flicking the Switch. Thanks, man. That was fun. You're listening to SMP with James Schramko and Talkie Moore. Visit salesmarketingprofit.com.